Welcome to the CF Exchange Zone. I am distance coach Nick Groover, joined with special guest head coach Jason Motel. Hey, how you doing? Big fan. Big Welcome fan to the, of the podcast. podcast. Well, we have some listeners who listen on 1.5 speed. I'm going to warn them that with Motel, they're not going to be able to do that. Definitely not. I talk fast. So we'll get right into it. We already recorded. We recorded a instant reaction show with Coach Sheehan right after the meet. Now we have the full results. We'll dive in a little bit deeper. Do you want to talk a little about so one thing we've had parents say is like it's just so confused in a normal year. It's so confusing. Like what's going on? Like what are we trying to do from a team standpoint? I mean, I think it's a little easier to identify events that like kids are trying to focus on. It's like, hey, Gianna Lawrence is trying to really put something down in the triple jump, or Piper is trying to run really well, or like girls for bay, or it's easier that way. But team wise, it's super confusing in a normal year, and yes. then COVID has made that one hundred times, times yep. Yep. worse. So. Do you want to talk a little about... About the class meet structure itself? Yeah. Yeah, well, this year, you know, the class meet, I think class C has 22 schools, I think. And, uh, you know, normal meet, we would all meet at the same place, at the same day. We'd have the same events, and we'd be able to organize the lineup. And Coach Groover, myself, Coach Sheehan, really spend a lot of time trying to get the best lineup possible uh, for our team to be as successful as possible. And we put, you know, honest to God, hours and hours of, of research to try to figure out I wish they could see the spreadsheets. Oh, yeah, yeah. We make yeah. spreadsheets about what teams have, what they don't have. With COVID, it's been a lot more difficult because a lot of teams aren't even allowed to attend uh, invites, so we, it's hard to find information. So we're looking at newspaper articles. Uh, we're asking other coaches. We're literally doing everything possible to get we're, the best recruit. Best, uh, we're literally we're buying subscriptions to the Daily Star and Oniana because exactly. that's the only place yeah. to find their exactly. results. So, and that's in a normal year. With, with this COVID year, it's a lot different because what they did is they split the class meet into two different uh, sections. They split it into the class one and the class uh, two for class C overall. And to, and to pause for a second, in a normal year, if you ever have a chance to – we said this to the kids the other day. If you have a chance to win a team championship at the class meet, that's about number one yes. on like what you can do. Because there is no team score at the state qualifier meet or at the state meet, obviously. So that's, that's pretty much the best thing you can do as a team. So usually, in a normal year, one meet – 19 to 21 teams, depending on the yep, year, yep. at the Class C meet, and that's a little bit more straightforward that we're trying to try what we're trying to do there. But, but this year, yeah, as you were year, saying, this year they split it into a Monday and a Tuesday meet, and it was basically set up by region. The closer you are to the teams, the, the you're going to go against those teams. So it was split between basically east and west, although not necessarily directly that. And so, and trying to figure out how to structure this meet, it was really difficult because we didn't necessarily even know what schools were going to be at the yeah. meet we were at until the day before. So, was- uh, Right. Literally, uh, we got a list, but then there was a little discrepancy yeah. Yeah. after entries were due on who was going to be there, which obviously would change our, change our lineup. By the way, if you heard a little clicking in the first couple minutes, a little production issue, so it should be, should be good from there. I think that there was, way, there was two, we discussed two ways to approach this meet. Yep. Way number one, are we trying to beat all of the schools that are at our meet in Norwich? Option number two, are we trying to put a lineup out there that would score the best in a combined scoring situation? For us, two very, not, I would just say, I shouldn't say very different, oh, I think but different. I think very, yeah, okay, maybe we do say yeah. very different lineups and what you're telling kids to do. And I just as a one quick example, take like the 1500, that's a race that Piper could go out and win fairly comfortably. But it's like, do we say, hey, let's go out and win that race comfortably, or do we say, hey, there's a Lansing girl in the other meet who might run 15 seconds faster? So we had to make that decision, and I think what we decided was... So hang on one second. So, yeah. what, so what Groove's saying is that you know, you, Piper has to race against time in that way. 
if, if we were looking at it that way. Yeah, right. if, if we were looking that way. If a Lansing girl that was there, you just go beat the girl. But if right. you're trying to race against a team that goes the next day and you're trying to beat what their time could be, you have no idea. So you're going to be putting forth maximum effort in a situation that you might not have to even put maximum effort. It just makes it that much more convoluted and crazy. And it's really not every team's on a level playing field there because the, we have, I would say, comfortably or by far the best distance team out of those 19 schools. Absolutely. And those are the races where it makes the biggest difference. If you're yeah. Gracie Wright from Trumansburg, you're going out and running 100, well, it doesn't matter if you have eight schools there or 18 schools there. You're just going out and running hard in the 100. Yes. If you're Piper, if you're Quinn, if you're Audra, if you're any of those distance girls we have, well, it does make a difference on how you're approaching Absolutely. your race. So we made a decision to, we can't worry about what's happening in the other meet. We can just kind of worry about what's happening that day. Yes. Right? That's exactly. what we decided. Exactly. Yep. So now that we have some technical stuff out of the way with how we're approaching, approaching the meet, what, what do you first want to dive into? Uh, it's, uh, when we did instant reactions, we were very, very, I would say, uh, happy with how things went. And now that we didn't have the, we didn't have the results in front of us, it was, just, it was the car ride back. And now that we have the results in front of us, we are equally as happy, I think. And there were some cool things, things that, we, that, didn't, things that happened that we didn't mention on the first, on the instant reaction podcast was... Uh, Alyssa Denton did end up placing the 400 hurdles. That's an event we thought we got shut out in, but she got sixth. Connor Little placed, uh, what, fifth in the 16? Yep, fifth. Boys four <clears> by <throat> one third. Uh, Ethan, I mean, some th- good things on the boys' side. Ethan that, finished fourth and fourth. Right, and then we said, and we said, like, the, the field event, the field is much more difficult to know what happens until after the meet, just because the track, you watch the track and you see, hey, this person got first, this person got second, this person got third. Field is more difficult, unless like you're standing right by the official listening to yep. shot put or long jump or whatever. So when we got the results, we were pretty pleased about some of that stuff. Dubs place. You know, yeah, d- yeah, yep. yeah. So and why don't we kind of go in order? Now, we already got Coach Sheehan's reactions. Things that stuck out to you. Want to kind of go, we'll kind of go order the meat here. So Gianna Lawrence, you want to talk a little about the 100 hurdles? Yeah, the 100 hurdles, not to be uh, Tarina Norwich's parade of running the meat. Um, you know, you can always... It's really difficult to run a meet that size, mm-hmm. particularly when they're put on the spot. But they announced that the 100 hurdles was a semifinal, and then after the race, they said it was a final. We we never never seen that happen ever. And I've been you this a do long have time. things like that happen, but they are taking care of the coaches' meeting. The yes. exact opposite was said. So the coaches' meeting. So not, now Gianna still ended up uh, winning in the 100 hurdles. And by the way, as a class champion in the 100 hurdles, that's the first time in Shenandoah Forks history that we've ever had a class champion in the 100 hurdles. So congratulations, mm-hmm. Gianna. But she. She was thought she thought she was just running to get a place in the finals, and she was actually running a final. So that's a little yeah. that was a little convoluted and strange. But well, because you think though. because the only thing that was supposed to be between the trials and finals was girls four by eight. So you have eleven minutes, eleven yes. twelve minutes. It's uh, I mean, but she she did it and she won it, and so no complaints. So that that's great. Uh, what was the next? Uh, eight? Girls four by eight. Um, I mean, obviously, we we class champions in the four by eight, and uh, I don't know if we're talking about like particular things within the four well, by eight. Well, whatever, whatever you want to talk about. I mean, two time defending class champions. Yep. We won that event two years ago. Um, and just the the leg that Audra run particularly, Audra ran particularly. I mean, she's coming off of an injury, and to come back, and I think it was two thirty three split. It was two thirty three split, and we try to not put a ton of pressure on people in general. But one thing I can say from having the luxury of coaching a lot of really good four by eight teams. You kind of ride and die with your leadoff leg. I cannot think of too many times that we ran a really good leadoff leg and the race didn't go well. And I can't think of too many times where we didn't have a great leadoff leg or, you know, vice versa. So uh, Audrey got us off to an unbelievably good start. That's about eight seconds faster than I thought maybe she would split yep. in that race. Which eight, she looked good, too. Well, eight seconds in a race that's two and a half minutes long yep. uh, is quite a bit of time. 
And then Catherine White, I think, was second, and she got the punch. She ran really well. Uh, really we talked – so we threw Catherine White in that race when she hadn't ran that. She's not running 800 all year. And beforehand, she was like earlier in the week, or I suppose the end of last week, she was a little uh, reluctant, I would say, cause she, which is understandable. She hasn't ran Absolutely. one. And she was like, she's like, what are you expecting me to go out – and run, and I said, "Well, what are you expecting to go out and run?" She goes, "Man, I don't know if I can break 250." And I said, "If you break 250, yeah, awesome. after not running it, right. I think we're doing cartwheels on the infield." She ran 250 exactly, so no cartwheels, but still, yep. obviously, a really yep. good leg. It's a Quinn who, again, we talked about this a little bit, but from my perspective, with 200 meters left in Quinn's leg, we did not have a chance to win that race. I mean, SV had Bryn Hogan anchoring who. Uh, he, he's, uh, one of our former athletes, Colin Steger, is coaching her. He's doing a great Hall job. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer Colin Steger uh, is coaching her, and she's having a really great season. And Piper is faster than her, but not faster than her in the sense that she could run her down by 90 meters, and which is about what Quinn was behind. They're coming off really confidence. They won the, uh, the Vessel, the meet at Vessel. Yeah. So, I mean, they have a lot of confidence. They're 4x8 team. They yeah, have- but Qu- I, I thought Quinn... Quinn's last 200 meters in that event really gave Piper a chance to win, and then she went out and ran 214. 214. 214.5. It wasn't even like 214.9. I had her at 214.5, which, by the way, now there's a big difference between running a relay split and an open, but I did go back and look at state meet results from two years ago. 214.9 won the Division II state championship for the open eight. Again, it's not, it's not, it's allowed yeah. apps and oranges, star, but just yeah. for perspective. And I don't think 214 usually wins. I think 211, 212 will almost surely win. But just for a perspective on how great of a leg that was Amazing. by Piper. And we're going to dive into this a little bit more when we get to the showcase preview. But that's actually, as of right now, that is the fastest time that somebody has run in the four by eight this year is, yep. in section four. As and, a team. As a team. and another thing, it's going to sound weird. We're actually choosing not to run that uh, at the showcase. And thought process behind that is first of all i don't know how much faster that we can run that was a race that lined up great for each person in the in the race and i just i think that that is a great way to take that event into the off season absolutely and champions right and i mean there's some schools too i I would be a little surprised if that's still the fastest time in the section once we get results from the class a the a meet and b meet so uh hats off to those girls and i think it was it's great to end the four by eight on that note and let some of those girls do some other events um this weekend absolutely agree. all right so moving on uh you want to stay on the track you want to jump back and forth shan is a little more you're a little more like you have like notes written down that's very you're very different style than yeah well all right so went in the girls 15 which and we we just talked we already talked briefly about that went really well for us um piper won that uh quinn placed in that uh, girls 400, Audra came back off the 15. Or I'm sorry, off the 4x8. And, and again, Audra being really well injured, that. coming back and running a 106, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's impressive. Yeah, I think a common theme that you're going to hear here is that top to bottom, we did really well. Absolutely. All right, so moving on the track, Alyssa Denton and Elena Gumble, two people who do not run the 400 Turtles, nope. ran the 400 Turtles, both ran well. Alyssa got sixth. Alyssa broke 120. And I think Elena was eighth. Yeah. And Elena was eighth. Alyssa broke 120. Yeah. As an eighth grader who learned how to hurdle literally a week ago. Yeah. I mean, that's just impressive. That's just all hard. Yeah. And Piper came back and won the eight. Uh, I'm trying to think of things that we didn't, that popped out in the results. So for, for Piper with that uh, 800 championship, that was her all overall sixth class championship that she's earned. That's mm-hmm. second all time in school history, only behind Stephanie Bush, who yep. was you know, absolutely one of the most phenomenal. And Piper, and Piper again, had one less class meet than Stephanie Bush had because COVID last year canceled the class meet. So six class championships for her as an individual. Yeah, and then a race I was particularly pleased with uh, right after that was the 3K where Quinn Sergani came out and won the 3K, which 
that is that is probably her strongest event, that and the steeple, which she had the option of running at the showcase, and we ended up going with the steeple. But uh, class champion in the three k, and we went one three in that um, in that event there. That and, was really good. And I know this is like technical stuff, but also since Quinn won that, and she's a two time member of the four by eight class championship, she has three. Three class, three class championships That's, that puts her without having with, a right <laughs> without having a ninth grade year. Yeah, and that puts her in line with Melissa. These are legendary Forks figures. Amy Samsel is one of the greatest jumpers ever, and Melissa Mills, our hundred meter dash, you know, school record holder. Quinn has as many class championships as yep. those people. That's just awesome. Yeah, and then the last two events on the track, and we talked about that. We'll go quickly through this because we already talked about it in the last podcast. But uh, girls four by one, we almost didn't even. Yep. Result. Photo finish, we thought at one point that we actually won. We yep. lost by 0.02. Yep, um, literally had to go to the camera to look to see who won. Just to put it in perspective how well those girls ran, we were very close to not running that not event. Not even running we, we didn't think we would be – I mean, we thought we'd be competitive. We didn't think that we had a chance to really be up near the front. So we said, hey, three of those girls are coming back to run the 4x4 four four. directly after it. There's the boys forward yep. one. There's a minute and a half. So Elena got, well, all three of those girls, they run – 90 seconds later, boom, Lelena is our leadoff leg for the 4x4. 90 seconds later, she's going to be on the track. So if we didn't think there was a chance to really do well in that event, there wasn't really much of a reason to run it, and we, Gianna could have ran something else, but holy smokes, would that have been the wrong call yep. to not run that after watching. Elena Gumbel was unbelievable out of the block. She's just barely started working out of the block. She looked uh, so fast. She looked, looked super great. fast. Audra, again, coming off an injury, doing all four events, I and mean, it looked amazing. Well, and then Gianna chased down the girl that won the 100, I mean, I they wanna, were neck and neck. I, I want to take a uh, that's so you're going to see part of our part of our chaos here. Let's take a quick pause here and let's talk about like the team scoring a little bit more right now because there's a okay. couple things I want to come back to talk about the kids about. But let's talk about this right now. A lot of balls in the air. Like we talked about this a little in the beginning, where it's like in a normal year, yeah, 19 schools there. You're trying to score as many points as possible. Anything in the top two is unbelievably good. Anything in the top two, you get a trophy. There, the runner up is a big deal, and obviously. Winning is a big deal. At this point, we said we were a little bit more concerned about, from a lineup standpoint, we put a lineup out there that said, let's score as many points as we can against the teams that are there this day. But with that in mind, we also wanted to keep an open mind to knowing that we were going to combine these results after the other meet and score it. So a lot of balls in the air. Well, let's talk a little bit about what ended up happening. We thought that we'd have a fairly good chance to win the meet in Norwich. We never really thought we had a chance to win the combined scoring because Trumansburg, without question, is, regardless of class, the best girls team in the section uh, this year. You know, I think that probably Corning is, uh, Corning is probably number two, and we might be number three in the whole section. There's 57 teams in the section. Yeah, so yeah. to say we might be third out of 57 and is Schoenberg awesome. Schoenberg is 100%. Right. So we never really identified that as a goal. I think if we were going to rank our goals, I think one would be to finish second in the combined scoring, and two would be to have won yes. the meet there. Now, very different goals, though, if very you different. the and the, and, Right. And I can't uh, – this is going to be like the third time we say the same thing, but I can't stress this enough. Two different – Two different avenues, and yes. we try to kind of walk down the middle. I would say, I you know, which is which is tough. So we end up getting second in the meet on in just Monday. the Monday meet, in just the Norwich meet. Uh, which again, that was the second, meet, second to Oneana. Second to Oneana, and realistically, I think one of the reasons why we're super happy is I don't think there was anything else that could have really gone our way, no. and. 
Oniana was out of their skull. <laughs> they, 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 well, they, were, they were, you know, I'm going to be, in the field. we try to not be super critical on the podcast, but I, I am going to be critical of one thing. I, I don't know how, I mean, Oniana did do some things really well. Like the, the, tri- uh, the long jumper had like a two foot PR. The long jumper had a two foot yeah, PR. Hey, they one did second, some... listen to this though. The discus girl had a five foot PR. The shot put girl had a two foot Yeah, PR. They, they did well, but, but what really, but. so the, we'll give you a little insight into how we mapped this meet out ahead of time. We thought that us, Oniana, SV, and Norwich, those four schools would have a, a – we would be surprised if one of those four schools didn't win. Shocked. And the way it worked out ahead of time was we were going to match up with SV in a lot of events, and Oneana was going to match up with Norwich in a lot of events. And if you were able to watch the live stream or watch from a distance if you were there, <laughs> you would have seen that that is what happened. Like the, the great 4 by 8 the girls ran uh, matched up with SV. Yes. Some of the field events matched up with SV. Yep. Distance races, 1,500, 800 matched up with SV. So – we got the better of we SV, and we ended up beating. We had going to the meet. We had a. We thought we had maybe like a ten to twelve point cushion against SV. We ended up beating SV by fifty. So my man, no, that's not right. That's not right. Twenty six plus seventeen. Uh, was that 43, 44? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Forty six. Forty six. I think. I don't know. Math. We're not math teachers. No. Forty six. Uh, so we really did everything. We did our part. We did our part. Who didn't do their part? Let me talk about that, too. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. The people that did not do their part was the Purple Tornadoes. Norwich hosting the meet. Now, again, like Groove said, we are, we're going against SV. Let me to, pull up the projections. Let to, let the projections. Us, yeah, well, to let us uh, win, Norwich had to do what they're supposed to do against Oneana. Well, not even like not. what they're supposed to do. We had they going hit. into the meet based on the seeds and based on our scouting. So based on our seeds and the scouting, we projected Norwich at 86 points and Oneana at 81. So we're like, okay, sweet. Like, that'll be a good meet between the two of them. Yep. Final score between those two schools, Oneana 123, Norwich 76. They, like, they, and that, that, that doesn't even sound as bad as it is. Because right. if you actually look at it, Norwich's girls in the throws were going to go 1-2. Without question, they were going to go 1-2 in the throws. And that's well, a total of 36 points that Norwich should get and, that, right. that Oneana doesn't have access to. Yeah. And I don't want to blame any, you know, any high school kid, but like they did not well, do well no, at I, all in the throws. Well, and it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, we, so final score is we ended up losing to Oneana 123-117. And then Norwich was third with 76. So you can just see how big of a difference that is right there. But we, we, there's not much else we could have done because no. we got the points we were supposed to. The problem is Norwich did not, not get any of the points they were supposed any to. Any of them. And those points almost exclusively went to Oneana. So on one hand, if you said before the meet that we we're going to lose to Oneana, I think I wouldn't have that, I, well, I, I wouldn't have, so much I, I wouldn't believe that. I, I think I would have been pretty disappointed about it. But then seeing what happened, that's that right. it was You're, totally that's, that's out of our way, control. That's a way to look at it. I'm not. Let me rephrase that. Yeah. If you would have told me that Oneana won, I would have thought we had a bad day. Yeah. I never, excuse yeah. me, I never would have thought we would have that. Yeah, for sure. I would have thought that we would have had a bad day, and we, we didn't. You know, who, it, So that was something that was out of our hands. And when we so, – so then moving on to scoring it all together, we actually beat Oneana by quite a bit because Oneana ended up getting points in a lot of events that normally wouldn't score in a class meet. So when we added it together with the other class meet, we actually we beat Oneana pretty handedly. And what we were much more happy about – was finishing second overall in the combined scoring. And if we had, if you had told us beforehand we had the option between finishing second combined or first in our meet, we would have absolutely taken second combined because, first of all, that's more of a real thing. And second, no offense to anybody, but traditionally the stronger schools were in the other meet. You know, like as nice as it would have been to beat Oneana and win, 
I guess what we're calling half of the class championship. Right. It's not, I mean, all the stronger schools, Truensburg, Lansing, Waverly, Newark Valley, are on the other side. So I, I was way happier about finishing second to Truensburg overall than whether or not Without we question. beat Oneana. And it was very nice, though, in the combined scoring to comfortably beat Oneana. Yes. So that's a lot of really technical stuff that if – I don't know how many of our listeners truly – you know, like care about diving into that, but I know some do because they've been asking. So for people who are confused about like what we're trying to focus on, uh, that was a little insight into kind of the madness behind the, yeah. what am I looking for? The method behind the madness? Yeah, or you, know, that, 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 you don't understand how much time Groover, myself, Sheehan, Sansev, and Frazier put into to figuring this stuff out. There's that, that's the aspect of track that no one really understands how, how like, much like it is chess. You have to literally try to put your pieces in the right places to be as successful as possible. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of oh, research. It's oh. a lot of uh, and, talking. It's a lot of understanding how the whole process works. Right. And so let me just run through the, the full score the, of all 19 schools real quick. I won't go through them all. But Trumansburg won with 101. We got second with 66. Oneana got third with 59. Dryden got, oh, they didn't even say Dryden. Dryden got fourth with 45. And going through quickly, the I, I think that, like we said, we – we're at the biggest detriment out of any school not having this as a combined meet Absolutely. because it hurts the distance kids. Well, I went through quickly. If this was a combined meet, I think that we the, we probably could have gained up to 28 points. So because we would have done things like it, – it's funny because we probably wouldn't have run a fully loaded 4 by 8 so we wouldn't have had the chance to watch that. So on one hand, I'm kind of glad it worked out the way the way it did. But – uh, if you add 28 to our score, we lose to Trumansburg 101 to 94. I think that's about as best as you could, we could possibly hope against amazing. them. That's amazing. I, because the, what they have, I mean, on paper what they have is just unbelievable, uh, unbelievable team. So uh, bottom line, it being a two-day meet, it was unfortunate for us based on the makeup of our team. But with that, with that said, even leaving probably t- up to 28 points on the table, we still – got second place, and truthfully, and this is the last thing I'll say, then we'll move on. We also approached this, since it was such a weird thing not having it one class, one class championship, we also tried to walk the line of not really totally asking way too much from kids. We asked a lot from kids, but it's like for the 3,000. Like, we had Piper put her trainers on and go out there and jog. Yep. Like, if this, was the, if this was a real class championship meet, we're probably not doing that. We're like, hey, girls, let's go out and get yep. one, two. But at that point... She was having such a good day that I was like, we have to look forward to Saturday a little bit yeah. and not this was do a anything. It was a strange class meet. It was a very, very strange meet. Well, let's talk about field events. Let's talk about field events. So we'll talk about, yeah, we talk about field events. We did the 4x1. 4x4 uh, four four team ran really well. Oh, sorry, I forgot, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think we talked about it in the last podcast, but 4x4 four four team ran unbelievably well. It's just every single school chose to load up a 4x4. Four four. And again, with the the time that we ran, we would have thought that would have almost surely been second. But, Absolutely. you know, that's fine. Those kids ran well. Uh, field events, you want to well, – let's start with pole vault because yeah. I didn't know this until t- talking to you after the car ride that she and I had. I didn't know that pole vault was a jump off. Yep, pole vault. Jump offs, jump first off, of all. Fun. Pole vault, uh, uh, jump offs, not for the weak or weary. No. A lot of yeah, – that's a lot. It's a very intense situation. And there's strange rules that not everybody understands. Strange rules that not everybody understands. Watching from afar, that it's, it's a really weird situation. I remember we went, out, we went up to – where did we go? We went to Bainbridge for a jump off one year uh, with Mary yeah, Camp. Yeah, with Mary Camp. It was like, they, they, after the meet was over, they, they brought them back. Because it's, such, it because it's right. such weird rules, they actually enforce them incorrectly at yep. the state qualifier meet. Yep. So the next day, yep. we had to go up to Bainbridge. It was a Saturday morning, so maybe yep. it was two days later. 
We had to go up to Bainbridge for a two-person. Uh, that was one of the weirdest track situations. And she jumped five-one and didn't. Yeah. And didn't win. <laughs> so anyway, uh, back to our meet. So Lauren White wins in a jump off. Got to be really happy with that. Not I was only did there. she win, she upped her fourth place uh, overall and jumped. Eight well, you were very eight. excited about that. You were running down the field saying yep. how good she looked. So yep. uh, Shane and I talk a lot about. There, there's two things. There's Performing well from a results standpoint and performing well looking good. She looked good and results. Right. So And then also Catherine had yeah. a PR in that event as well. Catherine White jumped 6'6 six, six in that event and finished fourth. Yeah. Which is, you know, big points too. Yep. Uh, throws. Wonder about the throws. Uh, the Hall twins. Well, we'll go, let's go with boys first. Ethan, Ethan Howell is sure. having an unbelievable year uh, out of nowhere. I mean, Ethan, this is his first year on the track team, and he finished at the class meet, again, fourth and fourth. Fourth in this and fourth in the shot. And he's just, I mean, he's just, I, I, I don't want to say this. It's, it's too bad he wasn't with us for all the years. Oh, first I year said, as senior, it's just, uh, he, he's doing great. He's doing amazing. But, man, I wish he had, this is his first year of experience. The next year he would really. Well, I, I was shine. standing on the infield with Josh and Anthony. Coach Shannon was there, too, uh, after their last event. And we were like, man, hey, it's been a pleasure. Only not, only thing we wish differently was yeah, if we had more time. Yep, and on the girls' side, uh, the Hall twins, I mean, they, they came through in the clutch. Uh, uh, Sansev and I were talking to them before the meet saying how, you know, not to put too much pressure on anybody, but this meet can come down to a couple points, and any points that we can get in the shot and disc would be that much more appreciated and that much helpful. And each of them PR'd by over a foot in the shot. They might have been. I will not take the time to go back and look right now. That might have been the biggest upgrade we had from it our had projections to, been, to, to what actually happened. I mean, they, both, um, they, they PR'd by a foot and a half in shot, and, yeah. and Jaws PR'd by six feet in the discus. And I mean, and they both, they scored, what, 10 points? We had 10 points in the throws. Uh, I had us down for six, so we yeah. were plus four. I mean, they almost they, doubled it. They, they did exactly what they needed plus. I mean, they did great. So yeah. They, they just had a really great what, a great, what a great way to end your career. Absolutely. And, and they were the very happy. And, and they were pumped about it, about it too, so be. that was always, that's, that's awesome. always good. Uh, all right, so all we have left is horizontal jumps, right? Yeah. You miss anything? It's our part of our chaos here. We don't really I think so. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, so uh, Dubs first. Uh, Dubs uh, has been really consistent all year long in the long and triple. He had, he finished top six in both place in both of them. Uh, his last jump was by far his best jump he had all year, and I thought that was going to be the one that finally put him over forty. Uh, but he just barely barely was under at thirty nine and high. I think thirty nine ten or something like that. Um, uh, the Norwich kid. What did he jump? Something, oh my gosh! Something extraordinary. Uh, it was forty-eight feet or it something. Was very extraordinary. Far. It was something yeah. amazing. So it just shows the competition. I don't think it was there. forty-eight, but I was something very like far. that. It was forty-seven something. Anyway, and then there's uh, Gianna Lawrence. Um, started off with the long jump. Gianna Lawrence uh, set her PR. She jumped sixteen feet. She's only the fifth girl in Shenango Forks history to ever jump further than sixteen feet. Um, she she looked great there. And then in the triple jump was really her her her, her highlight of the night. Really. Uh, she was the second girl in Forks history to ever break 35 feet in the triple jump, and uh, she was class champion. She won the event. Um, that is, I think, tied with the Newark Valley girl for the furthest jump in the section this year. So, you know, I don't want to jump ahead to talk about the sectional showcase meet, but that's going to be a really fun day <laughs> to see those two go at it. going to be a fun podcast for, for us to record um, and a fun day to be there. Yep. Um, and that, uh, those are so... Did you do triple? Yeah, that was just a triple. Yeah. Gianna, so... Yeah, no, I was just looking to see if I could find quickly find out where she is in the section right I here. I believe she's second behind the New York Valley girl by a couple yeah. inches. <clears throat> yeah, uh, so I think that I, we're going to start to wrap up here because I think that was – we just wanted to kind of throw some information out there from the meet because, you know, I, th- I think that it's it's so weird. It's like you leave a track meet and sometimes you, you, don't no even, you don't even know whether to be like – 
happy or... To be honest, I thought we won when we left the track meet. Well, because... Well, oh, well here, here's why. Because, it's, as we said, it's way easier to follow what's going on on the track. Well, what we didn't know is Oneana scored 59 points in the field. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's an insane amount of points. We projected them at 21 points, and we thought that was generous. Yep. I projected them at 21. I was even throwing a few points. I was like, you know what? They haven't been to a bunch of invites they could have a good day. I upped it to 21, ended up being 59. Yeah, and we're actually usually pretty good at the projections, too. I, I would say we're very accurate at those. So that's why I said I really wasn't even – I wasn't – we say the kids all the time, you have to – you can't control the uncontrollables. You can't get up or down and about things out of your we control. We were supposed to do. We did absolutely Almost to a letter. Almost, yeah, ab- absolutely. So, and so if, if this is – if we finish second place, which we did in the overall class championship – uh, Shenango Forks girls have won two class championships, one in 91, one in 97, and we finished second place in 1990, 2005, and now 2021. Yeah, and, and I mean, I guess if it had been a normal meet and that was the difference between winning and losing, like, yeah, I think we're like, man, like, we were so close. But since it, since yes. it was, A, yes. a weird meet, and yes. B, it wasn't to win overall, we slid Trumansburg that was yep. going to beat us no matter what, yep. uh, it was definitely I'm easier to swallow. I wasn't even really any more. I was far more... Happy when we combined the score to see we were second. Then I was disappointed to see we were second in the meet. Yep. So those were just some. Th- those were just some of the results when we some reactions when we saw the full results. What we're going to do is our our plan is once we get the seeds for the showcase, which I'm thinking will be Thursday, Wednesday night. There are there are the rest of the class meets. So Thursday we should have seeds for the showcase. Maybe you, me, and Shan will do our first three. First trio we'll podcast. I don't know if you guys can coexist with your we'll we'll different see. styles here, and then we'll go from there. But I, but as a quick preview, we have some things that we're very excited about. This this showcase me. If fun. we were again going to try to draw a parallel from previous years, marathon at ten o'clock. But we don't know them. But we don't know if there's spectators. Not there is a live stream, and they actually they did a really good. They're like a marathon tech savvy school. Great at the live feed. They yes, for yes. cross country they had a really good yep. live stream. Like but different camera angles and everything. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this showcase meet, this would be the equivalent of state qualifiers without a state meet. Correct. So this is every single person in the section that is elite will be there. It's not like, it's not schools just in our conference or just schools just in our class. It's all 57 schools yep. will, you know, if they have somebody qualify, will be there. So that will be, uh, that will be exciting. Now, Shan usually does the sign off. You have, uh, what is it? What is like, oh, he changes it. It's I, nothing. It's nothing special. You gotta, you know, you gotta. Go with, the, go with the TV quote or something. A TV quote to sign off? Well, you got to go. He, he's a little more. He does, like, sounds and stuff. He's a little more animated. No, I don't You have nothing? That. All right, no, so we'll go no sign game. off. I don't play that uh, game. I think that – so this will be posted on Wednesday. I'm hoping that it absolutely at the latest would be Friday that we would have a showcase preview because I'm pretty excited for that one because I think oh, yeah. we, we went through – on the girls' side, we've been so team-oriented – all year, and we talked about on, on the car ride home. First division championship well, since 2007. First division. Six, well, six, it, six, you and I disagree six, a little bit on what, but but what has allowed us to chase team points like this is how good of teammates our kids are. Oh my god! Because yes, if they absolutely. weren't, if they were, if Gianna Lawrence was like, hey, no, I'm doing these events yeah. or whoever, right. then that's then it just the team score doesn't work that way. So what's nice about the showcase meet is. There's no team scoring. Yep. We give these kids a chance who have been such good teammates all year to go out and run and to do the events that they should really be focusing on at the end of the year. And I think that we're going to I think that we're going to see some pretty pretty elite performances from our kids that we'll talk about in the in the uh, in the preview. Yeah. So, all right, stay tuned. Well, not stay tuned, but stay on the lookout for our preview.